0: 3,276,948. At the time of this recording, that is how many years Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX and Tesla, could survive into the future if he were to spend the average American salary of $56,516 per year. Put another way, even if you were able to save an unrealistic 50% of your salary and stash it under the mattress every year, it would take you 6.5 million years to save your way to Elon's wealth. Okay, I get it. So we can't all be the richest people on the planet. But how about a million dollars? Surely, that couldn't be that hard, right? Well, let's say you're the average engineer earning $80,000 per year. It would take 16 years just to earn $1 million. But that doesn't include rent, food, cost of living. And if you diligently and consistently save 10% of your earnings, it would take 156 years to save your way to a $1 million. The average teacher? 217 years. A bartender, 625 years. You see, for the rich, wealth is measured in time. If you lost your job tomorrow, how many days, months, or years could you survive on your savings? That is the definition of wealth. So how long could you survive? This book will give you the financial intelligence that you probably missed out on growing up. The secret financial intelligence that wealthy families pass on from generation to generation. The education system and your parents forgot to teach you. Not getting this information is why so many people remain forever stuck in the rat race. By the end of this video, you will know 95% of everything this book has to offer. You will have a bird's eye view of all the most important concepts and quotes that will change your perception of wealth and guide you on your journey to financial freedom. Let's jump into it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the story of two fathers. One has a wall full of degrees and diplomas. One, a high school dropout. One, after death, will leave next to nothing behind except debt. The other will have died one of the richest men in Hawaii and will pass on his empire to his children. Rich Dad guides two boys on a journey to best use their minds in finite time to create wealth through investments and business. This story shows the difference between I can't afford that to how can I afford that. His poor dad would say things like I'll never be rich and his prophecies became true. His rich dad, however, even after going bankrupt and having zero dollars would say I'm a rich man. There's a difference between being poor and being broke. Broke is temporary. Poor is eternal. Lesson one. The rich don't work for money the poor and the middle class work for money the rich have money work for them when robert kiyosaki the author of this book was nine years old his best friend mike and he asked rich dad mike's father how to make money before long they were both working within rich dad's companies the only problem robert had was his salary 10 cents a week a poverty wage he seriously thought about quitting every week that passed by who was this guy to be exploiting us for 10 cents a week, he would ask himself. It was at this moment in time that Rich Dad gave them their first lesson on the topic of money. Life pushes all of us around. Some people give up, and others fight. If you learn the lesson and move on, they welcome life pushing them around. Most people leave their jobs because they aren't receiving enough money. They would have already quit. But the wealthy see it is an opportunity to learn one of life's biggest traps they work very hard for little money clinging to the illusion of job security three weeks vacation and a skimpy pension people's lives are forever controlled by two emotions fear and greed here's how the pattern goes your fear of not having money motivates you to work harder then the paychecks begin And your desire and greed for new cars, new products, new shoes and clothes begins. You want more things, so you work harder for that promotion. Then the pattern is set, and you're stuck in it. You get up, you go to work, you come home and you pay your bills. Your increased earning leads to increased spending. And this is the rat race. To break the boys out of the 9-to-5 mentality driven by fear and greed, eventually Rich Dad cut down the two boys' wages to zero. Robert didn't dare tell his poor dad that he was working for nothing. They began working solely for the knowledge and Rich Dad forced them to think of ways to start generating their own income. Where was I? One day, two older comics were left lying around one of Rich Dad's stores. And this was the inspiration for them to open their first business. They recovered the outdated comics, opened a library in their basement, classmates paid 10 cents for entry, They paid the sister a wage of one dollar a week and before they knew it they were earning nine dollars and fifty cents a week without even needing to work this was the beginning of their journey of not working to earn money but making money work for them key lesson getting a job is really just a short-term solution getting enough to pay expenses to the long-term challenge of building your net worth the more you get paid the higher your expenses become. This is human nature, and it's driven by fear and desire. Once you get stuck in this cycle, you are forced to work for someone else the rest of your life. Lesson 2. Why Teach Financial Literacy? It's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. If you're looking to school to make you rich, then you're looking in the wrong place. The education system's primary objective is to train you on how to become a good employee, but it does a poor job of making you a good employer. Things like managing your own personal finances and building wealth aren't taught to you by the education system in its current state. You can only rely on yourself to use this knowledge and acquire assets that allow you to generate an income. The first pillar of financial literacy and escaping the rat race is understanding the difference between an asset and a liability. An asset puts money in my pocket. A liability takes money out of my pocket. Let's quickly look at the income statement. Your income statement is money going into your pocket. Expenses is money going out of your pocket. Things like rent, food, electricity and clothing go here. An asset is something that allows its owner to generate an income. On the other hand, a liability generates expenditure. This is the cash flow of an asset. This is the cash flow of a liability. Rich people acquire assets. The Poor and the middle class acquire liabilities that they think are assets. Cash flow patterns. Cash flow tells a story of how someone handles money. This is the cash flow of a poor person. They have a job, they get a salary, they use all their salary on expenses and they usually live from paycheck to paycheck. This is the cash flow of the middle class. They have jobs, they get a salary, but most of their money is tied up in liabilities and expenses, home loans, car debt, credit card debt, mortgage repayments, and taxes. They think that their home is an asset, but they wake up one day with a liability column full of mortgage debt and credit card debt. This is the cash flow of a rich person. The rich are always thinking of ways to grow their asset columns. Their main source of income is from assets that they have acquired over time. Your home is not an asset. By focusing on a home, you are building a liability rather than an asset. When it comes to houses, most people work all their lives paying for a home they might never own, incurring 30-year loans that they are tied to. You need to pay property tax, and the rates of these taxes are completely out of your control. You need to pay other home expenses, and the value of your home over time does not always go up. And most important of all, The biggest cost of a house are all the lost opportunities. If all your money is tied up in a house and going out through the expense column in mortgage payments, it's not being used to grow your asset column. Furthermore, think of all the other investment experience that you're missing out on when you only focus on local residential real estate. Here are some examples of real assets. An apartment, which generates monthly payments from a tenant. And the repayments allow you to repay the loan repayments on that property. A business that doesn't require you to be present within Your it. Is very important to us. Please hold. For poor dad, a home was an asset. For rich dad, a home was a liability. This is how poor dad's income statement looks. Take note of the inflated liabilities. And this is rich dad's income statement. Over time, he has grown his asset column. Most people fall into this trap all the time because they are financially illiterate. They don't understand the relationship and differences between the balance sheet and the income statement. Why People Struggle If you follow what the masses do, this is what your life will become. You have three people that you work for. You work for the company to get a salary, You're making the owner and the shareholders rich. If you have debt, then you work for the bank. Your mortgage and credit cards make the bank rich through your interest payments. And finally, you work for the government. The government takes a cut of your money before you have even seen it. And the harder you work, the more you pay in taxes. Take a calendar year. If you're a regular person, every dollar you earn from January 1st to March 16th go straight to the government. That's two and a half months of every year that you just give to the government. Compounded over 40 years? That's almost six years you work just to pay the tax man. The rich understand this, the masses don't. The main ways to get out of the rat race. Fully understand the difference between an asset and a liability. Focus all your efforts on obtaining assets that generate a cash flow keep your expenses and debts to the bare minimum. And finally, which leads us to the next lesson, mind your own business. Key lesson. Life is not about how much money you make. It is about how much money you keep and for how many generations. The key to achieving this resides in having financial literacy. Understand the difference between an asset and a liability. The rich build and acquire assets. poor and the middle class acquire liabilities that they mistakenly think are assets lesson three mind your own business the rich focus on their asset columns while everyone else focuses on their income statements robert kiyosaki's first professional job was far from glamorous he was a photocopier salesman for xerox using the wages he earned he invested into apartments And after just three years, the revenue he was generating from his investments outpaced his salary. It was then time for him to leave Xerox and look after his business full time. So what are some real assets you can begin focusing your attention on? One businesses that do not require your presence to operate. Two stocks, three bonds, four income generating real estate, five notes or ious six royalties from intellectual properties like music scripts or patents seven anything else that produces an income or appreciates in value things like cryptocurrencies websites youtube channels etc once a dollar goes into your asset column never let it come out again feed your asset column Robert thinks of every dollar he puts into his asset column as an employee. Each dollar in my asset column was a great employee, making more employees to buy the boss a new Porsche. And the best thing about money is it can work for you 24 hours a day and it can work for generations. (laughs) Key lesson. Don't confuse your profession with your business. The middle class focus on their profession, and as a result, they spend their entire lives building someone else's business. The rich, on the other hand, focus on building their own businesses. Your profession focuses only on the income section of your personal income statement. Your business revolves solely around the asset column on your balance sheet. Hello friends, you made it to the end of the video. Just before you click off, thank you so much for watching. This is part one of a two-part series. If you found this video helpful and you would like to see Edison set free from this prison within a bottle, then be sure to like, comment, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on part two and more videos like this to come in the future. And because you want to help out Edison, who's going to be stuck in this bottle un- until you do, so, that's, you know, completely up to you. But I'm just saying, if you're watching this at a later date, I'll make sure to have the second part linked in the description below.